welcome to another of our special episodes on the TCT podcast entitled Facets of the Diamond, where we're taking a glimpse at one of the infinite aspects of the infinite beauty of Christ. And these meditations are coming from Hebrews chapter 1. Some of you have been with us for the previous journey, but just for a quick refresher, in Hebrews chapter 1, there are really two vantage points from which we get to look at particular facets or aspects of the wonder and beauty of Christ, of his all-sufficiency. The first aspect is from the vantage point of the human author, and the second aspect is from the vantage point of God the Father. In that first aspect or vantage point, we see no less than eight uh, descriptions of God the Son, and they come in the first three verses. So we saw, for example, in verse 1 that the Lord Jesus is the definitive voice of God, that God has spoken finally in his Son in these last days. In verse 2, that he is the inheritor of all things. Again in verse 2, the channel agent or conduit, if you will, through whom the Father created all things. Verse 3, this is the fourth description. He is the radiance of God's glory. Verse 3, the exact representation of God's nature. Verse 3, the sustainer of the cosmos by a spoken word. Verse 3, the catheterizer or purifier of our sins. And then we looked in verse uh, 3 at two descriptions. We took them in one part in our last episode in Facets of the Diamond that the Lord Jesus is seated at the right hand of the majesty on high. So both seated, which refers to his the finished nature of his work as priest. No other priest ever sat down, but Jesus has because his work is finished, accomplished, and he is also equal in dignity, parallel. Uh, He sits at the right hand of God. Yes, that's true, but this description of God as the majesty on high, this speaks to the regal splendor and kingly potentate reign in nature Uh, of the Lord Jesus, who is our high priest. But then in verse 4, the the transition begins from the vantage point of the human author to the vantage point, as it were, from God the Father. It's as if the Father takes the quill out of the hand of the human author and begins to write his own biography of the Lord Jesus. All of the descriptions that we find from verse 4 and following in Hebrews chapter 1 of God the Son come from citations from the Old Testament, and it's the human author grabbing verses from the Old Testament and showing that these are the Father's descriptions of God the Son. There are 23 such descriptions of the Lord Jesus in verses 4 through 13. Today, I would like to just simply overview those descriptions of Christ, and then in our subsequent episodes, Lord willing, we will back up and try to look into each of these prisms of Christ's glory. Verse 4, we're told that Jesus has become as much better than the angels. That's the first of the 23 descriptions of the Son that come from the vantage point of the Father. The second, in verse 4, it is because he has inherited a better name than the angels, that he is therefore much better than them. So having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. The third description, verse 5, we're told that he 
is God's son. You are my son. Verse 5, the fourth description. He is begotten of the Father. The fifth description. He is fathered by the Father. This speaks to the familial intertrinitarian relationships. I will be a father to him. And the sixth description. He shall be a son to me. The seventh description. He is divinely declared to be the object of all angelic praise. All of the angels adore and worship him. We're told that the Father speaks from Psalm 97 in verse 6. Let all the angels of God worship him. The locus of the focus of heavenly worship shifted from heaven to earth when the Lord Jesus became incarnate. The eighth description, he is enthroned forever as king. Your throne, verse 8, is forever and ever. Number 9, he is God. The Father says to the Son, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The tenth description is in verse 8. He rules as king with righteousness. The righteous scepter is the scepter of his kingdom. He is a good king, a just king. Number 11, verse 9, he is a passionate lover of righteousness. The Father says of the Son in verse 9, citing from Psalm 45, you have loved righteousness. The 12th description, verse 9, equal to his love of righteousness is a hatred of, a despising of sin. You have hated lawlessness. So to the degree he loves righteousness, to that same degree he has a passionate hatred of sin. Number 13 is in verse 9. I would say this description means he's the most God-centered person who's ever lived. Therefore, God, your God. The Father says of the Son that the Son's God is God. So we could say that Jesus is the most God-centered person who has ever walked the planet. The 14th description in verse 9, he is anointed by the Father. Therefore, God your God has anointed you. Verse 9, the 15th description, he is the happiest or most joyful person in the universe. He has been anointed, but he's also been anointed with a particular ointment, the oil of gladness, and to a degree above his companions. More than anyone, Jesus is glad by the Father's anointing. The 16th description is in verse 10. The Father describes the Son as Lord, you Lord. Verse, seven, uh, verse 10 gives us the 17th description. He was in the beginning with the Father. Number 18, verse 10, he is the creator of earth. He laid the foundations of the earth. Number 19, verse 10, he's also the creator not only of earth but of the heavens this is coming from psalm 102 you've laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of your hands number 20 verse 11 he is immutable they that is the earth and the heavens will perish but the father says of the son you remain number 21 verse 12 the son is we're told by the father the one who will accomplish or effect the consummation of the ages. All of these come from Psalm 102, the last several. 
day, that is, all of creation will become old like a garment, like a mantle. You, the Father says of the Son, will roll them up like a garment. They will also be changed. So the Son is the one, according to the Father, who will accomplish consummation of the ages. And then number 22 is found in verse 12, the eternality and endlessness of the Lord Jesus. He is eternal in both directions. You are the same and your years, verse 13, will not come to an end. And then finally, verse 13, the 23rd description of the Son by the Father. His enemies will serve as his footrest, his ottoman, his footstool. But to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Lord willing, we'll take our subsequent episodes to go back to verse 4 and following and look at each of these facets, these aspects of the glory of Christ as revealed to us in Hebrews 1.